Welcome back to episode 86 of the Alpha Male Buddhist from Brooklyn podcast. I'm your host, Miguel. Today in the podcast, we're going to listen to Dr. Bruce Lipton, and there's three segments of him, and each is approximately five to six minutes long. Dr. Bruce Lipton uh, wrote a book, The Biology of Belief, which is about epigenetics. And in one of my earlier episodes, a few months back, I did an episode, I believe, on that book, The uh, Biology of Belief and the Epigenetics. Bruce Lipton is a profound dude. He really, I'm not going to speak too much on him because he could express it a whole lot better than I can. So we're going to get into listening to him and his philosophy, his views, and his truth that he brings forth and puts on the table. And he's one of the most profound dudes that I, doctors that I've listened to because the truth that he brings out is is really mind altering, especially when you get to, to the epigenetics and the subconscious mind and the programming that it runs on us. And you know, I, I, I get into that a lot in some of my podcasts. I talk about it a lot, but he really expresses it so much better than I can. So I'm gonna put on some Bruce Lipton. We're gonna get into it, and uh, I'll be back in on the other side and put a little commentary and we'll just move through with three segments so let's get into it and just as a promotional side note i've scrapped out the old promotional t-shirts that i had on the website and i've created 12 new designs for my promotional t-shirts they are now on my etsy shop i just set up an etsy shop which is i believe etsy etsy.com the name of my shop in Etsy. It's kind of like eBay, but it's a little cheaper, a little more artistic. The shop name in Etsy is Buddhist Living. There's a link in my website, which is alphamalebuddhist.podbean.com. You see a tab on the top that says view t-shirts. There's two tabs, but the one that has the t-shirts on it has a link right to the shop. On my website, you can see the t-shirt design on a t-shirt and you could see it, the graphic directly on the second tab. You can see a big image of the graphic. There's 12 of them. They're motivational, spiritual, promotional. They're just really, really awesome. Some, some pretty cool stuff in there. So go into my website, check it out. Click the link, go into my Etsy shop, support the show. You know, give me a five-star rating on uh, iTunes or whatever device or podcatcher you listen on. So give me a good review, give me some good comments, give me some feedback, send me some emails, everybody. Uh, pick up a shirt, pick it up for a loved one, for yourself, promote the show. And yeah, man, let's uh, let's get into the show. 95% of our life is coming from the programs of life, how to live life that we get in the first seven years of life. That's why poor people stay poor and rich people stay rich. The movie The Matrix is not science fiction. It's a documentary. Every human, and it's a fact, every human first seven years is, uh, is download a hypnosis. The brain of a, a child under seven is in a lower vibrational frequency. When you put wires on a, a person's head, you read electroencephalograph, reading brain activity. A child below seven has a lower vibration than consciousness. It's called theta. Theta is imagination. Oh, that's how kids play a a tea party with mud pies. But to them, it's a real thing. A kid rides a broom, it's a horse. It's that's theta, imagination. 
Theta is also hypnosis. And the idea is this, before you can become conscious, if you don't have any programs, what are you gonna be conscious of? So nature makes the first seven years, how, what kind of programs are required to live on this planet? I say, how do you get them? Theta is hypnosis. You just watch, you watch your parents, you watch your siblings and your community, because you have to learn how many hundred thousand rules, think about it. Just to be a functional member of a family and a functional member of a community, there are rules. I teach an infant these rules. It's like, oh, you don't have to. First seven years, they just they observe it and just download it. Look, this is not new. I mean, there's the famous book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Sure. And basically said, you come from a poor family and you could struggle your whole life and try to get rich, but you're not going to make it. And if you come from a rich family, you could be stupid your whole life and make it. Not because it was thinking, but it was unconscious behavior that was downloaded from rich families into kids, uh, which is unconscious. So they're, they're making the right moves unconsciously. If they engage their conscious mind, then they look stupid, but it's unconscious. And that's the same thing with poor people. Poor people have beliefs from the family Oh, you can't make it, life's a struggle, things are hard, who do you think you are? And if that's the program you get, then 95% of the day you will sabotage yourself. And that's why poor people stay poor and rich people stay rich, because the programming. 95% of our life, this is a fact, comes from those programs in the subconscious. Every day, only about 5% of the life are you using conscious, which is creative. 5%. So your life is being lived even though you think you're living your life. Exactly, and you don't see it because it's called subconscious, below conscious. And the Jesuits, for 400 years, they were boasting, and people didn't understand. They say, give me a child until it's seven and I will show you the man. They've been saying that for 400 years because they knew seven years was the program period. And 95% of your life after that will be whatever that program is. So, you don't have to try and think about what happened. I just say, look at your life. The things you like that come into your life come in because you have a program that supports them. But anything you struggle with, work hard at, put a lot of effort into making it happen, why are you working so hard? Inevitably, you have a program that doesn't support that conclusion and you're trying to override the program. So uh, you don't need to do a lot of strength and psychology stuff. You just look at your life and say, where am I struggling? Because wherever you're struggling, Inevitably, it's a program in your subconscious that does not support that destination you've been looking for. The conscious mind uh, is creative and can learn in any number of ways. Read a self-help book, go to a lecture, listen to this program, and conscious mind's going to get some awareness. And I go, yeah, but subconscious mind doesn't learn that way. I go, right, it doesn't. Subconscious mind learns in two fundamental ways, naturally. Hypnosis, which is the first seven years, and after age seven, how do you put new programs in? Repetition, practice. You want to drive a car, you didn't learn, learn how by just getting in the seat and put the key in, you had to practice driving the car. You want to learn uh, the alphabet. How many times did you go from A to Z, uh, you know, try to go to A to Z before you can complete it? And once you completed it, you didn't have to go back and do it again. So two phases, you want to train the subconscious mind? Hypnosis, uh, repetition. The, uh, I like the last one because there's a new phrase that's bandied about called fake it till you make it. Mm. Meaning if you're not a happy person, I say you want to be a happy person, then repeat all the time. I'm happy. I'm happy. I say, well, you don't look happy or anything. You say, no, I, who am I talking to? By repetition, I'm talking to subconscious. If subconscious gets I am happy and 95% of your life comes from that subconscious, 
there will be a point once the subconscious got, I am happy, you don't have to say it again. Okay. It'll be automatic. And that's why we see people do affirmations and gratitude journals and stuff, because if you do that daily... It's repetitive. That's the the secret part. Putting a sticky note on the refrigerator is more like a suggestion, but it's not a repetition. So it doesn't work very well. But you have to do... Repetition is a a habit. It's making habit. So you got to do something religiously in the sense of repeating it, repeating it, repeating it to make it work. If you enjoyed that first segment, I highly recommend you pick up Bruce Lipton's book, The Biology of Belief. I believe he has a couple of other books also, but the one that really made a big impression on me uh, with the epigenetics and the subconscious mind programming is uh, The Biology of Belief. He expresses it so well. We're unaware of it, but it could either have such a positive or negative effect on us. And I believe he did mention it in that segment about being mindful of this program that's running is the way that you can enable your brain to maximize its function and maximize your living and the results that you get out of your life because most people are so unaware of this subconscious programming. And what happens is the pharmaceutical companies, they want to manipulate this and just medicate us and give us pills so they can make profit on us. They want to engineer our existence. They want to engineer our thinking, our belief system, and they want to engineer the whole planet. I believe in one of the next segments, he gets into this thing where, you know, when people are taking medications, we really don't need it because we have it inherent in us. You know, we have cannabinoid receptors in our system opioid receptors, which means that those are endogenous to our own bodies, which means that we produce those uh, compounds within us naturally. And what we need to do is get it to where we can, you know, not be relying upon the pharmaceutical system who, who really doesn't have our best interest and just, you know, produce that good feeling, that well-being within us. You know, by really having an awareness of what the subconscious mind is doing and not letting it run 90% of the show of what we're doing, but to be mindful and aware of what we're doing, where where our mind is at, and the position that our thought plays in this whole process. So we're going to continue on into the second segment of this, and I hope you're enjoying this. Let's get into it. It took about 20 years before science owned what I was talking about. If you understand epigenetics, you don't need the pharmaceutical industry. That's not in the interest of the, you know, one of the biggest industries on this planet to say, you can heal yourself without drugs? And I go, absolutely. Look. I can feed you with an idea that this pill that we just got from the pharmaceutical company, it's the greatest, best thing for your issue. And I give you this pill and you get better. And then later you find out it was a sugar pill and everybody goes, yeah, that's called the placebo effect. I go, what does it really mean? I said, you didn't get healed by the pill, you got healed by the belief in the pill. At least one third, minimum of one third of all medical intervention is, uh, it's the placebo effect where the healing comes from. Everybody goes, yeah, I know about the placebo. I go, yeah, but that's a result of positive thinking. What about negative thinking? 
Uh, and this is what we don't talk about, but the reality is it's equally powerful in regard to affecting your biology as is positive thinking, but it works in the opposite direction. A negative thought is called the nocebo effect. Can cause any disease and, and you can die. If you believe you're gonna die, you can die from the belief. So uh, we really have to watch out because as psychologists would tell us, 70% or more of our thoughts are negative and redundant, replaying the same negative thoughts. I go, if, if thoughts had nothing to do with it, fine. But thoughts, positive or negative, shape our biology. And all of a sudden it says, well, now it's time to wake up because our negative thinking is, is manifesting a negative life experience. It took about 20 years before science owned what I was talking about and gave it the name epigenetics. That's the new science. Okay, which is the belief that through your behavior, you can kind of alter your genetics, pass those on, express it differently. I'm probably using the wrong words. Well, pretty but close right now. People talk about it as a reality, although it's still not totally understood or totally believed. I, uh, well, it can I, be replicated. I, it, it is now, it, okay. it, it is a science. It's okay. a hard science and it, it's the leading edge. Now, I, I'll tell you where the problem comes from not so much the scientists, but the pharmaceutical industry. And the reason why this becomes important is because the pharmaceutical industry uh, runs the show in medicine. And uh, if you could put this kind of healing that I'm talking about into a capsule or tablet, they'd be talking about it right now. But this is a consciousness healing and, and you can't sell it. And so what's the result? They're not interested in it. And they, through their money, which is massive, actually determine the curriculum in a medical school. And one of the things they're trying to get rid of are people who respond to the placebo effect because the placebo effect throws the data right off the chart. Uh, a, a simple fact is this, and people are, might be upset, but the, the, the drugs like Prozac uh, in laboratory tests are no better than a sugar pill. And that's how many billions of dollars a day on this planet are spent buying Prozac yes. or statin drugs. Statin drugs help less than 3% of the people that take them. And in fact, they cause uh, side effects that are dangerous in about 23%. So you help 3% with a drug, 23% are getting toxic from the drug. Uh, and, and the idea is these are drugs that, uh, how long do you take statins? How long do you plan to live? Yeah. It's like, oh my God, that's a, you know, uh, they're drug they're dealers. Look, it's advertised every 10 minutes on television. There's a new drug or a drug and it's put into their heads. Like your life's not working right. <gasps> this drug, look at the happy people. See, they've taken the drug and how happy they are. And people buy that story and, and pharmaceutical drugs kill about 300,000 people a year. Uh, and everybody's, oh, 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 that's just the cost of doing medicine. And yet they have a war on drugs which kill less than 30,000 people a year. And all of a sudden you got a war because 30,000 people died, 300,000 people died. That's, that's business as usual. Okay, how do we break this cycle? How do you fight these huge companies? Um, basically stop buying the product. And you say, but how can I stop buying the product? And the answer is, well, empower yourself because you're the one uh, that controls all this. Any drug that affects you, you gotta understand this. If I take a drug and it affects me, the reason why it affects me is because I have a natural equivalent of that drug in my own biology. You don't take a drug and, and it affects you and, and you have a receptor for that drug, uh, like you were having this protein receptor for a drug you may never take, that'd be silly. So if you have a receptor for a drug, then by definition, that receptor was already there because there was a natural drug. So in uh, smoking pot, everyone, oh, no, there's a drug called tetrahydrocannabinol. And guess what? You have receptors for it because you make your own. <laughs> so the idea is this, 
well, if you, if you want to have the effect of the drug, do you have to take an outside drug? And I say, no, you have to change your consciousness because you already manufacture every equivalent of a drug right now. And the idea is, if you're not manufacturing it, then that means your consciousness is not supporting you in your health. And it's really an adjustment of consciousness, not an adjustment of your biology. Now in this next and last segment, uh, Dr. Bruce Lipton gets into falling in love and the effect that it has on us and making us and shifting us from being run 90% by the subconscious to being run 90% by the conscious mind just through the paradigm shift that we experience through this love mechanism, through this love emotion and the impact that it has on us deeply within our souls, within our psyche and within our uh subconscious and conscious mind it's a it's a real beautiful thing you know this is all natural love is the most natural expression that mankind has and it's a gift that god has given to us so that we can experience the fullness and the fulfillment of his creation so again i cannot express it as clearly and succinctly as uh, dr bruce lipton so what I'm going to do is I'm going to shut up and I'm going to let Bruce Lipton break it down in the third segment of this. And I'll give a little uh, talk on the end of this segment and that'll wrap it up for this episode. I do apologize. I haven't been um, as active. I've been about a little overdue, like 10 days since my last podcast. And I try to get one out punctually over the weekends, usually on Saturday. But my career and just a lot of other stuff that it has have going on has me kind of busy and crazy in a good way. It's all good stuff, but I'm just crazy, crazy busy. So we're going to get into this uh, last segment. And uh, I'll just give a little uh, little talk on the closeout. So let's get into it. So if you put a pair of earphones on at night with a program of what you would like to be true in your life, that program is playing. It's not playing into your conscious mind. That's shut off. It's now going straight into the subconscious mind. You will be successful because 95% of the day, your program automatically will be seeking your wishes. Talk to me about your book, The Honeymoon Effect. Yeah. What that was all about, if you can explain it. <laughs> okay, uh, The Honeymoon Effect is this. This is the whole story of uh, the Matrix. Matrix, uh, you've been programmed? Oh, we're gonna take a red pill and get out of the program, okay? Falling in love is the equivalent of taking the red pill biologically. scientists have studied what is called mind wandering. I said, what is mind wandering? I said, well, your conscious mind could be focused on a task or your conscious mind could go off into a, you know, think about things, okay? Uh, and the relevance about that is when the conscious mind is staying in the front, you're in absolute control, wishes, desires, what you want, conscious mind, creative, you're in control. But the moment your conscious mind takes off into a thought or starts thinking or whatever going on, uh, it lets go of the wheel, the autopilot takes over, okay? So the idea is this, if your mind is wandering, then you're being run by the subconscious. Uh, uh, and it turns out, this is very negative. When your mind is straightforward in consciousness, you're, uh, you're controlling the vehicle. So I say, falling in love has been demonstrated biologically to be equivalent to the red pill because what it does is it keeps you, what do they call, mindful, keeps you conscious. Look, you've been looking for this partner your whole life. They're now in front of your face. This is not the time to go thinking about things. It's the time to be, oh, look what I got right here in front of me. 
And I say, well, think about it this way. Your life could suck every day, every day, every day, every day. And then you meet this person and 24 hours later, it's heaven on earth. 24 hours later, oh my God, I'm so in love, you know. Even the job's not so bad anymore and the food tastes great and the music is so much better and love and love and love. I go, what the heck happened? You had all of this negative, negative, and then in 24 hours, you have this heaven on earth. And the answer was, it was taking the red pill. That's what falling in love is. At that moment, you stop playing the program. Now you're operating from conscious mind, which is creative, which by definition is wishes and desires. Brian, what, what the heck do you want from your life? If you answer that question, it's a creative answer, and by definition, it's conscious. So your wishes and desires are in your conscious mind. In a normal person's life, 5% of the day, you're moving toward that. 95% you're playing the program. You fall in love, 100, it was actually 90%, I think is the number, 90% from conscious mind. 90% of the day you are now operating from creative wishes and desires. I go, look, I said your life sucked all the way up and then 24 hours of operating on wishes and desires and not playing the program turned earth into heaven for you at that moment. And, and then you go, well, how come the honeymoon doesn't last? I go, because inevitably you still have to think about things, your job, your chores, your requirements, what you have to do. And at some point, once you start thinking, then the conscious mind is shut off. And guess what shows up? All those behaviors in the subconscious mind that were negative, 70%. And your partner, remember your partner and you fall in love, same time, both of you operating from conscious mind with wishes and desires. And all of a sudden you start thinking and then this behavior shows up that was your mother, your father, whatever thing you learned. And your partner is like, where the hell did that come from? Who are you? Is a response. It's like, where did that come from? I, you know, we've been in this honeymoon. I've never seen that behavior. If you would have played that behavior on the first date, maybe we wouldn't have a second date, but now it shows up. And I say, why did it show up? Because I stopped being mindful. So how do you teach people to keep the honeymoon alive? is to change the, the subconscious program. <clears throat> and, and it's simple for reason, reasoning is simple. Conscious mind wishes and desires, subconscious mind program. Well, what if you took the wishes and desires and made those programs? Ah, then guess what? You don't even have to think about it. You will automatically 95% of the day be playing behaviors to manifest those wishes and desires. So reprogramming the subconscious with wishes and desires means you don't even have to think about it you will be successful because 95% of the day, your program automatically will be seeking your wishes. Every night when you go to bed, just when you're just falling off into sleep, consciousness is disconnecting. The next period of your brain operation while your consciousness is disconnected is theta, which is the same brain function as in the first seven years. So if you put a pair of earphones on at night, with a program of what you would like to be true in your life. As soon as your conscious mind disconnects, that program is playing. It's not playing into your conscious mind, that's shut off. It's now going straight into the subconscious mind. So it's called auto-hypnosis. You don't need to go see a, a hypnotherapist. You, you just have to pick out what program would you like to have that you don't have, and they sell these programs. The only question that I have after listening to this, and I've been listening to Bruce Lipton for a number of years now, but the only question I have, logically, is how come Bruce Lipton is not a household word? How come we don't see him on CBS, NBC, Fox News, you know, you know, your alphabet uh, broadcasting 
brainwashing mechanism station du jour. Everybody should really know about Bruce Lipton. You know, I don't know how a normal human being can listen to him speak and just not be touched at a very, very profound level. Uh, with the understanding that this man brings the knowledge, the truth, the science, the biology, the epigenetics, everything that he's bringing forth. I don't understand how you, like I said, you can can listen to him and not just have your brain just kind of explode with, you know, excitement and just a profound understanding of what he's bringing forth and putting on the table. I mean, this information can really change your life. You know, he talks about the pharmaceutical industries, how they want to get us all drugged up on their uh, their quote-unquote legal drugs to just get us zombified and out of touch with our own true nature. Dr. Bruce Lipton, to me, is a prophet. I mean, this man is bringing forth truth that is changing lives. And if you look online, how many people he's helped with his information and as you listen to him, you could hear the truth resonating out from his words, how he talks about the subconscious mind, the conscious mind, and how we have cannabinoid receptors and opioid receptors in our body for the mere fact that these are just endogenous compounds within our own body, even dimethyltryptamine. These are all endogenous within our own bodies, and we should have the ability to generate these compounds within us so that we can have a sense of well-being. The only difference from what I understand is that, no, you're not going to, you know, you have cannabinoids endogenous, which cannabinoids, which is THC, you know, the active ingredient in marijuana. We have it endogenous within us, but the only thing is we're not going to produce it with our own body so that we can become intoxicated, but just we could become in balance and feeling good within ourselves. So, yeah, you know, I, I hope you enjoyed this uh, segment with Bruce Lipton. You know, get into your meditation, get into your reading, get into your research. Turn off your television, for sure. Unless if it's some good comedy, then you can watch a couple of little things. But just be real careful with what the media is pumping out to us. Um, I apologize. I've been overdoing this podcast by a couple of days. I usually get my podcasts out around Saturday, Saturday or Sunday, late Sunday. Uh, but I've just been really busy with my career and everything that I have going on. Everything good. Thank God everything is uh, blessings, you know, but it's a little chaotic. I just have a lot of stuff on my plate, a lot of things I'm working on. Like I said, um, I just got some t-shirts on my website and I just opened up an Etsy shop, E-T-S-Y, Etsy. It's like eBay, but it's kind of more artistic. I think it's a little cheaper. eBay is getting expensive. So if you go on to Etsy and check out, I have 12 shirts that I put out, a promotional t-shirt for the podcast. They're $10 each and I can get them out to you right away. You can just uh, go on. You know, you can go onto my website, Alpha Male. What is it? Alpha Male Buddhist.podbean.com. And there's two tabs on top there. One is to see the graphic t shirt on a t shirt itself. It's on a great t shirt. Or the second tab is you can see the graphic itself, large. And if you're digging it, if you like it, click the button on top there or go to my Etsy store. There's a link on, um, I believe it's the first tab that shows the t-shirts. It says, you know, go to my Etsy store. So you click that. It'll take you into my Etsy shop, which is, I believe it's called Buddhist Living. That's the name of it on Etsy, Buddhist Living. And you can see my 12 shirts. Then you can purchase them there, support the show or buy them for a loved one. They're pretty cool. I had some other shirts over there, but they were kind of fugazi. They were all right. 
But um, like I said, I'm getting a lot better with this graphic design and the concepts and everything like that. So I kind of redid them all. And there are some pretty cool shirts on there. Some pretty cool t-shirts, if I say so myself. Um, I have sent out some promotional shirts. You know, for a while I was giving them out. A few episodes back, I said, you know, write to me and uh, I'll send you a free shirt. But at this point, I sent the... It's interesting. I sent them to a few places around the globe. I sent there were some nice people from New Zealand that I sent them to. I think it was a brother and a sister. They're really cool. And uh, some dude in St. Louis, another listener over there, and some other places. So I appreciate you guys reaching out to me and enjoying the show. Hope you share this with your friends, and families, and loved ones. And put out this good information. There's good karma out there. Check out my t-shirts. And thank you for listening. Namaste. Welcome to the Alpha Male Buddhist from Brooklyn podcast. I'm your host, Miguel. I like to cover topics from ancient history, great leaders and generals from the past, and I also like to talk about self-realization, truth, critical thinking, and strategic spirituality. Outside the box, nonconformist. I'm here to shatter the myths of the mainstream media and the beta sheeple narrative. My email address is alphamalebuddhist at gmail.com. My website is alphamalebuddhist.podbean.com. My Instagram is alphamalebuddhist. And check out my YouTube channel, Alpha Male Buddhist, and that's on YouTube. It is the podcast accompanied with video clips that integrate exactly with the podcast, so it's motivational and inspirational. I also have promotional t-shirts if you go to my website alphamalebuddhist.podbean.com you can see the promotional t-shirts there reach out to me also if you have any show notes or any suggestions that you would like to hear on the podcast just reach out and see if I can get that done I've been getting some really great emails and feedback from my listeners which is great so I want to thank you for listening and namaste